to Let's Talk Transformation and I'm your host Rhea. With the help of founders, entrepreneurs, and guests from all over, we discuss all things self-development, personal growth, and success mindset. We'll help you step into your higher self and transform to become the best you possible. Hi everyone and welcome back to a new episode of Let's Talk Transformation. Today I am joined by a friend Michael. He is also a fellow podcast host so you should definitely check that out. It's on Spotify as well. Um, you want to check it out. It's not a fitness pro and he is going to join us today talking about his fitness journey and we're also going to talk more about like the mental aspects of fitness and self-development as a whole. Um, but with that being said, I'm going to pass the mic over to him. I'll let him introduce my, himself and we'll get started with the show. Thank you, Rhea. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, of course. All right. So can I hear a little bit of background on your fitness journey and self-development sure. journey as a whole? Yeah. Um, so after college, I was proud. The bulk of my years was in the restaurant industry where it wasn't the healthiest part of my life, but it was the, probably one of the more funner part of my life just because of what happens and goes on in the restaurant business. But my fitness journey really started after I had double hip replacement surgery in 2016. And I realized when I was in the rehab room with all the other people that got hip replacements or knee replacements that, you know, not to be mean, but they weren't in the best shape of their lives. Mm -hmm. And they were a lot older than I was. Mm -hmm. And I just, it was like kind of a wake up call for me. So I decided right then and there, I got to start doing something. So my fitness journey, I, I would say officially started January of 2018. After I fully recovered from my hip surgery, I was there, I was able to uh, be a little bit more mobile, uh, a little bit more flexible. And I got the okay from my doctor to kind of start doing a little bit more strenuous activities. Uh, more physical activities. And I went in, I hired a personal trainer right away. I gave him three months of personal training fees right up front and told him, if I skip, you keep the money. If I quit, you keep the money. But I need to be held accountable for this. I need to be responsible for this. At the time, I didn't have a job. I had to close down my restaurant due to leasing issues. And again, with my surgery and everything like that. So I, I had to commit myself in a way that I had never committed myself in the past. Mm -hmm. And in the past, it was going to the gym for three months, stopping, going to the gym for two weeks, stopping, but definitely not staying consistent with it, paying for a gym membership more than I didn't go to than I did go to. So this time I really had to change everything. And it started with my mindset and it just kind of blossomed from there. And I learned a lot and I got really into it. And I forcing myself to go and eventually it became six months and I started noticing a physical change, a slight physical change. It wasn't like I got a six pack or anything like that, yeah. but I was definitely better looking physically. My body looked better compared to January and it looked better in June. And I was blown away. I was extremely blown away. I was like, holy shit, if I could just keep this up, I could probably look better in another six months. So I stuck with my trainer. I started going and then I start, started getting really into it. And all I did was when I was at home is just watch YouTube videos, read blogs, read magazine articles, uh, whatever information that I could get my hands on, I try to learn about it. And I started learning more about the working out part and I didn't really pay attention to the nutrition part of it. 
that came later. Yeah. And I had no idea how much nutrition played a role in becoming healthy or getting that six pack or building muscle or even losing weight or gaining weight. It was just a, a, a huge, a bigger wake up call for me that, Oh my God, I got to get my diet on point. That's the key here. Not just lifting heavy dumbbells and barbells, but I need to eat properly. Right. And it took me about a year and a half to finally realize how to eat or learn how to eat. Mm -hmm. And I decided to do a cut and try to trim the body fat down. I think I was started at like 27% body fat when I first started. And the lowest I've been from Jan, or sorry, in May of 2019, I got down to five and a half percent body fat. Whoa. What the hell? Yeah, so, <laughs> so, I'm sorry, I was not I mean, expecting I, that number. Yeah. I, I, I didn't think that number, I was going to hit that number either. I was like hoping for just being in the teens, I would have been happy yeah. 27. But I, I just stuck with it. I learned about it. I, I learned about clean eating and I stuck with one ingredient foods. So like brown rice, broccoli, right. protein, like chicken, meat, fish, oatmeal, fruits, vegetables, bananas, all that sort of things. I was like, okay, I'm going to stick to that. But I did cheat. I, I, you know, I still had my large pizza and French fries every weekend <laughs> or, or, or cheeseburgers every weekend. Um, I still ate those because I, again, I was going nuts at the end of the week. Like I can't eat brown rice every single day or I can't eat broccoli every single day. I need to eat something with some bad fat, some sugar, some something where just, I'm just, just going to feel satisfied. Just to keep you in check, just to keep you in balance. Right. Oh and gosh. so I, I just lost a ton of weight. I think mm-hmm. I, I lost a total of 40 pounds. Wow. I got down to my high school weight at 146. And I, I looking at the mirror, I was like, oh my gosh, I this is crazy. Yeah. But for me, it was too skinny. Mm-hmm. I needed, I wanted to like bulk up. I wanted to like now add muscle. I wanted to look like, like I could grace the cover of a men's fitness magazine or something like that. And so again, I kept on learning about bulking. I learned about how to eat properly, how about calorie deficit and surplus and, and how it's, you know, carbs are good for you. You don't have to eliminate carbs if you want to lose weight. Carbs are necessary in your diet. They're called, it's part of macros. And just mm-hmm. like fat, very important. Just like protein, very important. And just start doing that. And really like once I learned the idea of dieting and nutrition, that's when I just head over heels fell in love yeah and i just i felt this is what i want to do i am never going to make a new year's resolution again about going to the gym uh i'm never going to be fat again i never want to be overweight i don't want to be out of shape i am going to do this to the day i die even if it means you know cutting back to three days a week if i get when i get older and i just can't do it anymore (laughs) but i'm going to do it as hard as i can as much as i can while i can do it and Coming to now, I, I decided I love talking about it. I love asking a bunch of questions to my trainer. I probably ask a lot more questions than he's accustomed to. But I want to learn everything about it, everything of why I'm doing a, a lat pull down. What does that muscle hit? Where does that in the back hit? How does that work compared to a, a, a back row or bent over row or something like that? So um, asking a bunch of questions and again still watching youtube videos watching every influencer following them on instagram watching the igtvs and that's when i got the idea of a podcast thinking well why don't i just put this on you know on on a a recorded thing and let other people maybe other people have the same questions as i do 
they just afraid to ask or they don't have the means to ask or they don't have anybody to ask to. And that's when I got the idea for the podcast and I entitled not a fitness pro because I am not a fitness pro. <laughs> and I just wanted to make my whole mission for that podcast or this podcast was to get people aware that, you know what, we're all in this, in the same, you know, we're all in this same situation. We're in, we're beginners. We're still learning. We're, we do this as a hobby. We don't do this as a job. The people that you see on TV, the people that you see on YouTube and on Instagram, they do this for a living. Mm-hmm. They have hired trainers, hired dietitians, nutritionists. They work out two or three hours a day. They eat a ton. The average person like you and I don't have that luxury. You know, a lot of us have jobs <laughs> that we have to go to eight, nine hours, 10 hours a day. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people have families that they got to attend to. So I want to simplify fitness. I want to tell people that it's not that difficult. It's very simple. It's not easy, but it's simple. And that was the overall mission and and message that I wanted to convey to an audience uh, once I get one. (laughs) And um, so, yeah, that's, and uh, again, come full circle today, sitting here talking to you, uh, a fellow, you know, like gym rat, I guess, or or fitness junkie. uh, it's, It's great to talk to people that share that common interest. And so I'm really excited to be here. I'm, I'm so glad that you asked me to be a guest on the show. Um, uh, so excited to see how far we can take this. Oh, yeah, same here. Um, yeah, and for everyone, like, listening, some context is that I, like, typed in, like, fitness podcasts on Spotify <laughs> and reached out to Michael. Um, I saw one of his episodes and I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. Um, enjoyed the take of you know very beginner friendly and the whole not a fitness pro um identity right. that you took with it um and so you know now we're here and so i think that um your conversation and your kind of experience with nutrition uh is really relatable <laughs> um because you know, you went from like, I okay, I got to do a cut. And then, you know, once you're there, you're like, oh, I'm, you know, I went too far. Then it's like, okay, I got to bulk up. And so like a lot of people like, you know, go through these cycles and, you know, it's really relatable. Um, and it's really also interesting to your, how your body composition can change mm-hmm. just by like what you fuel it with and, you know, how much you fuel it with. And, you know, it's, it's all science. And I agree. Like, yeah. it's so interesting to find out about like, um, nutrition and kinesiology like they're both very interesting fields yeah and so i relate <laughs> um, oh it's fascinating it's fascinating to learn about that stuff yeah. it's, it's it's the human body itself is it's just so fascinating one of those, a machine that is you can't duplicate but yet at the same time you got to take care of it true true and so you know that's a that's a huge thing feud is fuel like mm-hmm. literally fuel um and so i feel like society has kind of not society, but, like, also, like, this instant gratification culture that we've created just, like, mm-hmm. as a whole of not seeing food as fuel as just, like, it tastes good, let's eat some. <laughs> right. Or it's bad, we shouldn't eat that. Yeah. Um, well, with that being said, we'll hop into, our, um, you know, the topic of diet culture and mm-hmm. have a little bit of a conversation about it. And if you want to introduce what, like, diet culture is, um, that would be helpful for, like, any guests or guests listeners yeah. who uh don't really understand um diet culture or even know it exists yeah i see the thing with with well first off the word diet um 
can be misleading. Mm-hmm. What I've learned is that diet is what you eat. It's not a specific type of way you eat. It's what you eat. Mm-hmm. So if you're eating pizza, burgers, french fries, tacos every single day, well, then that's your diet. Yeah. If you're eating brown rice, chicken, broccoli every day, that's your diet. Uh, I like the word nutritional plan better mm-hmm. because it's, it's more focusing more on the macros and the micros compared to what necessary you're having. And it also focuses on portion control, which a lot of people, just because you eat chicken breast and brown rice and broccoli every day, if you're eating a lot of it, then you're going to be in a cal- caloric surplus and you're going to gain yeah, weight. Yeah. Now, if that's your objective, that's awesome. But if your objective is to lose weight, you have to learn that it's just because you're eating healthy doesn't necessarily correlate to losing weight. You have to be also in a caloric uh, deficit in order to lose weight. That's just science. Mm-hmm. And in regards to this diet culture, I think a lot of people have created, I want to say like a uh, not so truthful culture or a fake culture even. Meaning, I'm not a fan of keto. I'm not a fan of any kind of diet where it eliminates food. I'm more of the moderation is better than elimination. So eat what you want. You just got to eat in moderation. You can't have a blueberry muffin every morning and then have a bagel and cream cheese every morning and expect hey, to lose weight. Stop pulling right? me out. <laughs> <laughs> Once in a while is great, but... Um, what I learned the most is your your sugar intake has to be monitored first. I think if people are going to start lose weight, I think they should start with eliminating certain bad things. And it's going to take time. And another thing that I, with this whole diet culture, people tend to just jump right into it. Mm-hmm. Jump right into keto. Jump cut right into everything off cold turkey. Right. Yeah. They just think that if they just cut out everything. They're going to get healthy and they're going to be happy. And I, believe me, I tried keto and I was miserable. I hated it. I don't know how people can do this for a long time. I don't know how you can avoid carbs. Like, how do you avoid bread, pasta? I, I just don't get it. I love Rice. eating those things. If you have to, you should eat those things. Yeah. It makes you happy. Eat them. If it doesn't make you happy, don't eat them. But if a bagel and cream cheese twice a week makes you happy, go ahead. It's okay. Yeah. Go ahead. It's okay. No one's gonna no one's gonna kill you for it. You're not gonna die from it. And you're not gonna have a major setback in your fitness journey because of it. Mm-hmm. So I um I'm a very big advocate now from what I've learned, uh, is that moderation is is the underlying theme mm-hmm. more so than eliminating or cutting out completely a certain food group. I think you should cut out sugars completely if you can. It's not easy, but you sh- you know, you should try or cut back on them. But, uh, you know, have that ice cream once in a while, you know, have a chocolate candy bar once in a while. If that's what makes you happy, do it. As long as you're staying consistent with everything else and you're staying consistent with the healthy part of your diet. You know, they talk about the 80-20 rule. Uh, I think that's a good rule to follow. Uh, 80% healthy foods, 20% whatever you want. Yeah. So uh, I've never, I, I tried the elimination type of diets and I was miserable. I didn't like it. I thought it was... It didn't help, uh, and it didn't really help me in the gym as well in terms of performance. Uh, I needed certain – I know that you need a protein, a gram of protein per body weight, so I try to stick with that. Uh, carbs I'll eat. If I want to lose weight, if I'm cutting, I'll just cut back on the carbs, but I won't eliminate them completely. I'll just make sure that I cut back enough where I'm in a caloric deficit, a good healthy caloric deficit. I'm not talking about a 1,000 calories mm-hmm. difference yeah. a day. Yeah. That's not healthy. No. That's not. You'll no. lose weight. 
but not in the right way, not mm-hmm. in the healthiest of ways. Yeah. So um, for me, I try, yeah, and because I tried that. So I'm talking from experience. I tried eating 1,500 calories and burning 2,500 calories. I was gassed at like four in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. I was super hungry. I was felt like I was starving myself, but that was the only way for me to learn. Right. And I learned that that was the wrong way to do it. So um, I think I, with with social media, with marketing, advertising, there's a lot of uh, misinformation out there. And my whole point of my podcast was to inform those people that, you know, it's not like that. It doesn't have to be like that. There's a lot of people that look a lot better than some of these people that are on keto because they're eating carbs. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I feel that, um, it, they overcomplicated things in this world with, with diet, yeah. when it comes to diets and nutrition. And yeah, you have no idea how much, um, I love that you are, um, one of your missions or like your, your overall mission is to kind of clear up the air on, you know, these dangerous things that people are doing. Cause it's so sad how often I see it too. Um, and even when we're like programmed from like a young age um, to associate diet like restriction, lose weight, happy. That's not how it is. Right. Um, it's not. It's not, and it's that's not the way to go about it. Like yes, to an extent. Like yeah, if you you know, like you said, have those huge caloric deficits. Like yes, you'll lose weight, but. And, and it's so sad that I see people like saying like, oh, what are, what's the best way to do it? Like quick. And, right. and, you know, and everyone is like recommending these terrible, like dangerous things. It's like, yes, to an extent, you will get the, that result. But it'll, it's not the way to go about it. It's terrible. It's not good for you. You'll feel like terrible. It's overall like dangerous. And I it's so sad. So I'm glad that, you know, maybe someone out there if they're thinking of you know being in a large caloric surplus i mean not surplus deficit and starving themselves or you know like going about things in a very dangerous route um that it's not worth it <laughs> and right. the starvation diet is the worst diet that you could possibly be on yeah uh, it's not healthy for you even if you lose weight you won't be happy in your own skin because yeah. you just your insides are just going to feel miserable because they're not being fed. That's so true. And um, I, th- I think the key thing that a lot of people should take away from, you know, dieting and nutritional plans is sustainability. Can you do this for more than six weeks? Like if your goal is to get fit into that wedding dress or your goal is to, to fit into a tuxedo in six weeks, eight weeks, and you just do that crash diet. Well, yeah, it can work. But are you going to be are you going to be able to have the energy to even walk down the aisle? <laughs> are you going to have the energy to do other physical activities because you're starving yourself for eight weeks to, so you can fit into something? But what's going to happen after that? The Monday after, what happens yeah. then? You go back right to your own diet because you don't want to go back to what you were doing because you're cutting out all the good stuff. You're cutting out the carbs. You're starving yourself. It's not sustainable. So my my advice to a lot of people is find something that's sustainable. Do something that you can do for a very, very long time that you can be happy with. And if you can't do that, you're going to be miserable, in my opinion. I don't think it's it's a very short-term, temporary fix. And if that's what you're looking for, that's fine. But for me, and I'm sure you, 
This is a long game. This is a marathon, not a sprint. So we should treat it as such and train accordingly. Yeah, uh, you know, they say the best diet is the one that you can keep. <laughs> um, yes. And so, and also going back to your point, like, again, we're made to like, see the word diet as a very restrictive word for lack of right. a better term. Um, and no, it's, it's okay if your it diet doesn't have to be. includes like a cookie, <laughs> like it's okay. Um, and so again, it's, it's really sad to see, um, to, and like, cause I know it happens all the time too. Um, and so, like you said, like we're in it for the long run. Um, and you know, I, I get wanting to find a quick fix, but it's not, it's not that easy. Not it, it comes with, it comes with, um, you know, a lot of things. Um, you won't feel the best you you'll, you're hurting yourself. And so that's like, that's a price you pay for fast results. Is it worth it? To me, it's not. Um, it's, <laughs> it's not worth it. Yeah. I mean, I think also too, uh, you're going to have the effect on, on the people around you as well. True. When you're in some sort of starvation diet or a crash diet like that, you're going to be miserable. You're going to get agitated. You're going to get moody. You're just not going to be happy. You're going to feel like this is all one big chore. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and I don't want people to feel that. I mm -hmm. want people to feel the that fuel. this is part of their lifestyle, yeah. not because they have to do it because they mm -hmm. want to do it. Yeah. And it's eating clean. can be fun. <laughs> yeah. It can be, it's doable. Yeah. And you know, um, and going back to what you said, it's it's almost like <laughs> I'm trying to figure out like the best way to word this. Um, when you go into th something thinking that you're restricting yourself and eliminating, like, and it, you know it's off the table. That's all you can think about, and so it's it's a cycle. You're gonna be miserable, like, because you can't stop thinking about it because you told yourself that you can't. And so it goes back to like the restrict binge, like, again, like, it's okay um, to have balance um, as and that's a very important thing. Like, that's how you're gonna get the results that you want with balance and not with like quick fixes that you see on the internet that are really dangerous and do not do them. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's talk a little bit more about how fitness, not only fitness, but like also the self development space is so associated with like restriction and work 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 and like grind and like mm -hmm. cut out bad and you know like how it's like a very intense space um do you want to talk a little bit how like that's counterproductive and maybe like tips to making like big lifestyle changes right so if for me like being i was in the restaurant industry so that was you know 12 hour days six seven days a week for me yeah. so um you know, those hours weren't the greatest, but it's something that I really enjoy doing. I love, I love the restaurant industry. It was a childhood dream of mine to be and own a restaurant uh, when I was younger. So uh, it's always been a passion of mine. So I didn't mind the hours per se, but I did realize that I was getting burned out True. because I, one, I wasn't really taking care of my body at the time. So it was, I mean, that in itself right there was probably the most contributing factor in regards to me kind of burning myself out. But I wasn't getting enough, enough rest either. And I think that's a lot of, uh, uh, that's one component that a lot of people overlook or just disregard. It, 
like you talked about, you got to have that balance. And yeah, it's great to grind. It's great if you're an entrepreneur or if you're in a fitness space and you want to work hard. No one's telling you not to do that. But just remember that there's other parts of your life that need to be addressed. And one of them is rest, is sleep. Uh, another part, I think, is in order to keep your sanity, is do something fun. Now, if going to the gym is fun for you, that's great. Then keep it up. But if it's playing basketball or playing tennis with your friends or going out to dinner with your friends every once in a while, do that. Mm -hmm. Indulge. Have a good time. No yeah. one's telling you not to do that. But if you think that if you do that, it's a huge setback. Mm -hmm. Or if you, you know, do something out of that fitness kind of training program, you're going to screw everything up. That's not the case. It's, it's like you said, you got to find that balance and you got to do things that make you happy at the end of the day. And if you can't do that, what's the point of doing anything? If it's going to make you miserable, why do it? True. It, it's not going to be worth it at the end. You might get that six pack, but will you be happy with it? You know, you'll be happy with the journey that you were, would you be willing to brag about and, and, and explain to people how you got there? Cause it's going to sound like shit when you tell people, I did. I spent three hours at the gym. I did crunches, for a thousand crunches a day. I starved myself so I can get into that single-digit body fat, and now I have no energy to do anything else. To me, that's that's the wrong approach, and I, I think that's a, a, a balance is a word that I think doesn't get talked about enough. Seriously, like uh, when, it, when it comes to beginners and mm -hmm. it comes to people just starting out, it's a word that doesn't really is in their vocabulary right away. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, we talked about this a little, um, too. And I think a lot of people have had to figure out balance, like the hard way, <laughs> um, mm -hmm. with the two extremes. And it's like, okay, that I did this and then I'm here and I'm not happy with this at all. And so it's like, mm -hmm. okay, we got to change it. And then you're on the other end of the extreme and you're also not happy with it because they're they're both two extremes you're not gonna polar be, opposites yeah you're not gonna be happy either way like even though you technically yes did get what you want like like we said it, it comes with a price and mm -hmm. so from experiencing that extreme and then trying to fix it and landing mm -hmm. on the other extreme then you know you really do it's nailed in your head all right i have right. to both are good and I have to live my life a little bit. Um, right. And while still working on my goals, good, but also live life and enjoy things because what's right. the point if I'm not enjoying the things that make me happy? Exactly. If I'm, you know, constantly thinking about one thing and it, it's great to be like laser fo focused on your goals, don't get me wrong. Um, right. Yeah, so it's still something I struggle with because as a personality, it, um, trait it's kind of like a 110 or nothing and it's like right. okay that's not i mean that's good but also detrimental <laughs> well you also you know, give 110 to having fun true yeah you know it's just give it give it you give 110 percent in the gym you give 110 percent 110 percent into your nutritional uh plan and give 110 percent to your fun uh to family to friends treat it all as equal part of your life as your daily life and it's all necessary mm -hmm. it's all necessary <laughs> Yes. Nice. They all matter. It all matters uh, at the end of the day. And if that's what makes you happy, you got to stick with it. You got to do what makes you happy. Yeah. Okay. So I, yeah, I agree. Um, so I would say like our biggest, I, I guess would say tip for like a 
someone wanting to make like a big lifestyle change is you know go into it not with the all or nothing mindset more of a best of both worlds mindset and I feel like it's tough when you're doing that because you've been told like all your life that like when you're doing something such as losing weight and that's just an arbitrary example but I know it's Mm -hmm. one that a lot of people want to do is you know cut everything out at once and so it kind of kind of seems a little kind of productive to be Mm -hmm. oh I can still do that or oh I can still have do this and it's like it's actually encouraged mm-hmm. <laughs> so you don't go crazy <laughs> right yeah. right and that's the that's you want to keep your sanity mm-hmm. biggest thing <laughs> and, and, yeah and, and like you mentioned you don't want to jump right into it uh you want to take what i my i tell my friends this if they when they started getting interested and they started seeing the results that i was showing start with baby steps start with small things uh, I've said this on my uh, other podcast episodes. If, if sugar is your big thing and you can't eliminate, it's hard, hard to like give up soda. Well, then you're going to have to give up, like instead of drinking three cans a day, cut back to two. And then next week, cut back to one. And eventually, I think you'll, when you make that gradual position, cutting out three altogether a day, if that's what you're accustomed to, is so difficult to do. Cutting out anything that you're, you've been doing your whole entire life, pretty much. And then cold, cutting it cold turkey mm-hmm. isn't is almost impossible. I'm not saying it's it's you know you can do it. Some people can get away with it, but for the most part, I don't think a lot of people can just eliminate everything. So my advice to to the people were was always start with the small things. Like if you're eating a blueberry muffin every single day, then start with every other day, and then start with twice a week, and then start with once a week, and then eventually substitute that in for a banana. Or a, a berry smoothie or something like that to get that sweet tooth uh, satisfied. Uh, cutting out everything right away is, to me, in the long run, can do more harm than good because I don't think you'll last. Because mm-hmm. your body's not accustomed to make that drastic change right away. Your body's asking, where the hell is my soda? <laughs> and if you're sitting there miserable and your body's going to make you feel miserable because you don't have that body, the body doesn't have that soda. So... Taking baby baby steps to uh, achieve your goals, not just with fitness, with everything, is is something that I think you should. I think everybody should learn mm-hmm. and practice first before diving into something drastic like a, a specific diet or nutrition plan or a specific workout or anything like that. You got to start small and build from there. You can't. Rome wasn't built in a day, as they say. So, yeah, um, you know, it, it takes time. It takes years. It takes you know, I've been doing it for three years and. I'm still, you know, I'm satisfied, but I know I could get better. Right. And I know it's going to take another three years, maybe another four years, another five years. It's not going to happen overnight. There's no such thing as six week abs. Mm -hmm. Unless you start with a four pack, you're not going to get a six pack in six weeks. Yeah. So, uh, and, and because of that, I think people tend to get a lot more discouraged Mm -hmm. when they were promised something by men's fitness or men's health magazine. And it didn't happen. True. Yeah, there's... Because it's hard to follow what they write down as a diet. You got to eat this. You should have this. And this is how many calories. And you know how hard that is? That's very difficult to, to maintain and sustain. So, uh, yeah, taking it slow, like I said, we talked about treating this as a marathon and not a sprint is is important. And I think it's a lot of people miss that when they first start out. Yeah. Um, 
you, you made a point earlier and you know about the three pack the three cans of soda like example um the power of habit is like so interesting yeah. <laughs> um because like you said it's so habitual and ingrained into basically like almost who you are because it's an everyday uh -huh. thing like you don't know anything outside of that because you've been doing it for so long and it's like a, right. a um repetitive action and so habit is one of those things where if you if you don't do it um it'll throw you off <laughs> so uh -huh. you know with that being said like ease yourself into it because right. you will feel thrown off and you will go back to where you were it, instead of just slowly walking there right and it, it's habitual so uh -huh. understand that and give yourself that leeway like because we all have habits that we and some bad some good but you right. know, with that being said like it's a crazy thing because again it's so ingrained into who we are yeah you're gonna have to keep that in mind um and it's and not saying you know like habits you can't break them but mm -hmm. again if it's something to that extent then you're gonna want to slowly walk your way right um, develop those good habits at a timely manner mm -hmm. and eventually those bad habits will disappear dissolve yeah yeah and you know with that being said it is possible to like cut it off completely um but it's just harder to sustain and sustainability is one of the most that's important the key. things yep. in going into it um that's how long-term success rather than like short-term success and then failure right so yes um like if you want to if you want to fit you know follow those fitness pros and and be like them be like her be like him mm -hmm. Again, they that didn't happen overnight. That didn't even happen in a year. True. Those guys have been doing it for years, possibly decades. Their nutrition has been on point for the exact same time. So think about that. Just because they look the way they do doesn't mean that it just happened mm -mm. because they decided to go to the gym six weeks ago. Yeah. That's not how it works. No, yeah, not at all. So, I mean, that goes back to what we were saying about comparing yourself to – fitness influencers and mm -hmm. you know just pe just influencers or people with a platform or anyone that you look up to like mm -hmm. either either they're lying <laughs> or right. like they're not being transparent about the fact that it didn't happen overnight like you i i know it's not very obvious and it's hard to kind of recognize at first that like someone i look up to like you're kind of putting them out on a pedestal almost, but mm -hmm. we're all people and we right. all work our way up to a point. Um, and it takes time. It takes discipline, but not only discipline, like implementation of habits and actions that you know you can sustain. Um, so almost like setting yourself up for success. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's where the discipline comes in. You got to have that discipline to maintain that, uh, sustain that lifestyle if that's what you really want to do and um you know like i said everybody has a day one everybody had a day one mm -hmm. at one point or another whether they're on day three thousand right now they had a day one so just remember that they were either super skinny or super fat and they got themselves into shape so they again they weren't they didn't wake up that way they weren't born that way they worked hard to get to that level and 
any it's possible for anybody to do that yeah yeah um that's a big thing that i see and when i see people that i look up to it's it can be um put you in a mindset where yeah if they did it yeah obviously you know it was hard they put in that hard work but you know if they did it why can't i right and right. you know again we're all on the same playing fields um and you know a lot of the hardships that they made might might have faced might not be as transparent but you know not that's not to say that they didn't go through the hard parts and the struggles mm-hmm. um because that's that's really like where success is rooted from unless like it doesn't just get handed to you overnight right um, right and so there's that <laughs> yeah definitely yeah so i mean would we talked about like the power of habit a little bit um mm-hmm. what are some of your habits that like you have like on a day-to-day basis that are um you know non-negotiable or that you think are really powerful to like who you are or you know something that you implement on a daily basis i guess uh i i would say the biggest i guess habit i guess or maybe routine even uh, that i have is and i tell people this i do the exact same thing up until noon okay so from the time i wake up around six o'clock six thirty seven till noon uh, Jim is going to be involved in that time frame, whether I go at like eight o'clock, nine o'clock or 10 o'clock okay. and my meals, I eat the same exact thing every morning, a cup of egg whites, a cup of egg whites, uh, two whole eggs, two slices of toast or just bread. I just, I don't even toast it. I just eat whole wheat bread, plain. Okay. Uh, a banana. And that's my morning pre-workout meal. And then I wait an hour and then I go to the gym. I work out for about 45 minutes to an hour. I come back, chocolate milk with creatine. And then I wait about 45 minutes and then I'll have my oatmeal with blueberries and honey. And then I'll wait a little bit and I'll have a protein shake. And by then it's about 12 o'clock, 1230. Okay, interesting. That has been consistent with me for the last, I would say, since we were in quarantine. So about a year now, huh. I've done the exact same thing. Uh, the other thing that I do is I don't worry about what I really wear to the gym. I wear the exact same white white tank top that I, I buy the Hanes, like the T, the, yeah. the tank top uh, under shirts, I guess what they call it. Um, I bought those three packs at Target, you know, three for $12 or whatever. I just wear those and black shorts, black socks, and that's it. Because I got into the habit where I don't want to think about things that I don't need to think about. Hmm. So I don't have to think about what I'm going to eat in the morning. I know what I'm going to eat in the morning. I don't think about what I'm going to wear to the gym because I know what I'm going to wear to the gym. So it allows me to focus on other things. What am I working out today? Yeah. You know, what am I going to have for dinner? You know, I change it up for dinner once in a while with chicken and and meat and fish and and vegetables uh, or uh, pasta or something. But um, I like to keep those things consistent because I don't need to think about the little things per se. You know, I, I just like to... I know what I'm going to wear. I know what I'm going to eat. It's business as usual. And let's just get it done. Huh. And that's that's one of the habits that I just developed. Yeah. I guess subconsciously, I guess. It just happened. Where I, It's just natural reaction now. I drink my hot green tea in the morning, walk the dog, and then I start my day and, and cook my eggs. And It's like I'm a machine. I'm a robot for, for those first five, six hours of the day. Huh. That's a really interesting way to put it because I mean maybe I'm gonna try it. <laughs> yeah, like every day, um, for me it 
it has like the same kind of components but different in a way <laughs> How so, so? Um, I mean, like, yeah, obviously gym, <laughs> um, work, I try to read and then I try to like, um, you know, get the engagement going on my Instagram and whatnot. Um, you know, and then, you know, my priorities with my family and my, what I have to do with the house and stuff. Um, but they're all like, kind of, I'm like, oh, when I'm doing that, I kind of like push it off too. Um, so that's really interesting. I might get into that where you're just kind of making it easier for yourself and you don't have to think about it it just right. happens um, it just you know exactly what you're going to do tomorrow and the yeah. next day and the next day what you're going to eat tomorrow the next day and the next day and um i'm a firm believer in uh scheduling your priorities rather than prioritizing your schedule meaning if the gym is important if eating is important put that in your schedule and you yeah and then stick with it but instead of saying, you know, the gym is important, I, I'll, I'll find a time in the day to do it. But it is a priority, but I'll find a time in the day. To, I got to eat certain way. I gotta, I'll find a time to do it. No, I, for me, I flipped it and I said, I'm going to make time to do this. This is the time that I'm going to do this. And that's it. There's, mm -hmm. That's part of the schedule. That's part of my daily life. And I'll work around that. Uh so I'm a big believer in scheduling your priorities rather than prioritizing your schedule. Mm -hmm. And there's always going to be a, a way, um, too. Like, like there's always said, a way. Yeah. There's always a way. I mean, every so people have you know a family of four full time careers. They can do it. Yeah. So why can't anybody else? I mean, twenty four hours a day, everybody's got it. True. No one's got Just... anything. No one's got less or more than twenty four hours a day. So if they can do it, we all can do it. There's people out there that have accomplished a lot more with a lot less. So, you know, it's, it's anything is doable. Anything is possible. Mm -hmm. um, that kind of reminds me of like an Andy Frisella quote. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, the quote was, it like doesn't matter what cards that you're dealt. It just matters how you use them. So. Mm -hmm. How you play them, yeah. Mm -hmm. So huge thing. Um, True and, story. <laughs> yeah. And I, I can say like, for, you know, a fact, uh, I, I put like, I mean, any example could be done here, but I'll put something um, and not really prioritize it. Like I want to get it done, but I'll, I'll just be like, okay, like whenever I get the chance, like mm -hmm. when am I going to get the chance? <laughs> Does it right. make sense? I, that doesn't make sense at all. If I, if I just do it and I set a time for it and I mm -hmm. bring myself to do it, that's much better than saying if I get a chance, which is never going to happen. I'm going to... I'm going to put it off until tomorrow and then that's yep. going to happen and you know, you're never going to get anywhere. So very interesting. Exactly. Okay. I kind of like how you make yourself a machine, like in the morning and like, don't even think about it. You just do because mm -hmm. that's, that's a hardship. Like the mental process behind that, convincing yourself not to do something, but with that, you know, there's no, no it's just, that. yeah. You just, you feel that your, your day is, is kind of off killed if it didn't go the way it normally goes yeah and i i, I have those days believe me I, there's times where i had to be somewhere at nine o'clock in the morning so it kind of threw it, it off and i just had you have to make adjustments obviously but uh for the most part yeah it's just routine for me now at this point so you know when i was cutting and i was doing cardio to to burn extra calories it was elliptical 5 30 in the morning i go 45 minutes come back eat and then go back to the gym for my weight training like two hours later mm -hmm. and that's what i did for 20 weeks straight 
And I just didn't think about it. And that's how I got down to such a low body fat percentage. And again, I treat it like a job. I treat it like a career. I treat it like this is what I'm, someone's paying me to do it, even though no one is. You know, I I just treat it like, like this is that important to me that I have to get this done. I have to eat what I need to eat in order to perform at the level that I like to perform at. And, you know, think like a pro. Just think like, you might not be a pro, but think like a pro. And that's that's how I started. That's how I kind of like morphed into. Mm -hmm. I like the analogy of like, think about it at like your job. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) totally. Like even with like school, like I would show up late, but it's like, there's no penalty for that. But like for work, like I'm never late because... I care about getting an income. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a really good analogy because I feel with like a lot of things that you want to better yourself and no one's holding your hand and no one's like, you're not directly punished for, you know, not doing it that day. But, mm-hmm. you know, if you treat it like as such, then it's a whole mindset. Sh- sorry, mindset shift. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, and again, it, it, it didn't happen for me overnight. It took a year and a half to two years for me to get to that level where I understood everything and uh, built that discipline up to do that. I, I didn't do this when I first started. Day one, January of 2018, I didn't wake up and do the same routine and eat the same thing over and over again every single day. That developed over oh, time. Yeah, and yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's again, it's, it's not an overnight thing. This takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of dedication and energy and discipline, but it is easily attainable if you really work hard at it. And the results are awesome. It's just it, like, there's no other way to describe it when you are consistent with it and you actually see physical change and a mental change there to me, there's no better feeling in the world. Right. And you're proud of yourself too. Absolutely, hundred you know, percent. And it shows. You. And people compliment you. People notice. You know, oh my god, your arms are getting bigger. Like really, really? Because I see myself every day, so it's hard to like. Yeah, you have that yeah. body dysmorphia eventually too. Right, I think yeah. where it's you know, like, I can get bigger, I can get skinny, I can tone up a little bit more, I can get bigger shoulders. But when someone else that hasn't seen you in like six months notices that notices an obvious change, you're doing something right. Yeah. And that to me is the ultimate kind of like a validation. Uh, in regards to what you're doing is working. Yeah, I I think it's really important. And it really goes back to what we were saying about balance too. It all circles mm-hmm. back um, when you said like it didn't happen, this kind of routine that you formed. Um, you didn't just randomly come up with it and say, okay, this is what I'm doing, this is what I'm doing, this is what I'm doing. Right. I'm going to do it. And then you just kind of did it for like a few months. Like that's not what happened. It's just kind of, it was slow. And you're like, okay, I'm going to add this to my routine. And then like the next week you found something else that you liked doing at this time. And then you throw that in there mm-hmm. or like the next week you, fi- you have something that you want to prioritize and you know, th- you throw that into the routine. So it's, it's mm-hmm. definitely a gradual thing. And, you know, again, it Very can't, gradual. It can't Very be gradual. used trust enough. So I think that was like the biggest takeaway of this episode. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's uh, like, it's, it's, it's a slow burn. It's good. You know, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna take some time. It's not going to go, you know, it's not just one of those things that just happens overnight. It's, you gotta be patient yeah, with anything, I, whether you're going to start a business or whether you're going to work out in the gym, whether you're going to start a family, it's, it's going to take time. It's going to take a lot of patience, but the end result 
is going to be satisfying. Good things take time. Good things take a yeah. lot of time. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, that's, it sucks because humans aren't patient, but it's exactly. the truth. Especially it's... in this day and age, too. Like you mentioned with the instant gratification mm -hmm. mentality uh, with, you know, I need to have likes right away if I post something on IG or on Facebook or something like that. I, uh, it's unfortunate, I think, that the way people are wired are, yeah, are, yeah. are slowly wired to I that. Know, but uh, again, it's, it's doable. It's, it's totally attainable if you really put your mind to it. Mm -hmm. it and, you know, um, something that Sam Evans has taught me is that like, the daily execution it compounds over time like literally mm -hmm. um compounds on on itself so again be patient everyone and go into it slowly and you will succeed it may take some time for you to see some results it may some take some time for you to reach your goals but if you follow those steps like you'll get there and if it took you a year i guarantee you won't regret spending a year yeah. to get to where you got mm -hmm. to if anything, 100%. Like, you'll feel more proud. Uh, absolutely. You'd be like, oh my God, it only took a year? <laughs> so what if I did this for one more year? It's going to look awesome. I'm going to look even better. Yeah. And then another two years, could you imagine? I can compete. You know, like <laughs> yeah. you have that mindset, you have that, you, you have that drive. And I think when people can stick with it for a minimum of six months, then you're golden. Many of them will not turn back. I don't think yeah. they will look back at all. By then, you're already you're committed. A, you're you're yeah. You're already a like it's ingrained into your daily routine, and B, mm -hmm. you probably like really like it now, and you'll be thrown off if it doesn't happen. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. So those those huge takeaways of today's episode. Uh, I think it's a good point in the time to wrap it up but mm -hmm. i'll pass the mic to you if you if the listeners and if any of you guys want to check him out um i'll pass it over to you if you want to like plug your insta your podcast all that stuff yeah uh my instagram is uh at not a fitness pro my podcast is also called not a fitness pro it can be found on itunes uh spotify uh, if you want to reach me directly through email, you can uh, uh, email me at notafitnesspro at gmail.com. Uh, I'm out in Philadelphia. I live in Philadelphia. So if you're in Philly, you could totally hit me up. Uh, if this is something that, because uh, I love talking about this stuff. I could talk about this stuff for hours. So if you're in the same situation as I am, please, uh, let's chat. Let's have a talk and uh, talk about, you know, I could learn something from you. You could learn something from me and we'll see yeah absolutely well thank you for joining us today and yeah you guys feel free to check him out on social media all that stuff if you enjoyed today's episode but thanks guys for tuning in i'll see you next time yeah thanks for having me of course thanks guys for tuning in you can catch me on instagram at ria p-a-t-a-g if you like the show shoot me a dm and let me know what you think see you next time